0: today's episode of Obie and Ashley. Man, we went deep today. We talked about my kids and our family doing scalloping for the first time. Of course, that all ended with a beautiful lemon pasta with garlic and scallops. Uh, We'll talk about that in this episode, as well as other things like Matthew McConaughey. He is the latest to talk about his hygiene habits, right? And deodorant. He doesn't wear any. Do you What are the benefits? Are there any? What do people say Matthew McConaughey smells like naturally? That's all on this podcast. I'm Obie and Ashley. That starts right now. Thanks for joining us. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. It is the 16th of August. For those of you who are just joining us for the first time and you're like, what? You guys do the national anthem? Yes, (laughs) we do the national anthem. Um, Now, we always send it out, though, because it's the nation's song. It's got to go out to somebody. Just so this way we can lift people up and man we we just you know we had fred come by there's more storms to come that's not even what i want to talk about ash i was talking to you about the hurt the uh earthquake that haiti went through
1: yeah that, and that's what's scary for them is haiti just went through that horrible 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 earthquake have so much cleanup to do, have so much rebuilding to do, and yet there's another hurricane or tropical storm, Grace, uh, right behind it that's supposed to go right over Haiti, and you had brought up, like, the crews that are responsible for trying to help rebuild when these things happen.
0: Yeah, and I know that in the third world countries, I mean, that's, you know, wow, you you see the citizens, you see the community come out, Um, and here in the United States, you know, and right now, those of you who are listening, who are part of Uh, Those cleanup crews, um, I say that, uh, you know, very respectfully because whenever there's a big tragedy, a big catastrophe like that, uh, like what Haiti went through. I mean, imagine arriving on the scene and looking at all this rubble and Mm. being like, we got to go through that. We got to we got to find first of all, we got to find people and then we got to clean that up. Yeah. So, and it's interesting I mean, you
1: bring that up. We were driving in the area of Ponce Inlet yesterday, my husband and I, and there was a guy with you know like all of his all of his gear on. It looked like military gear, and we're like, oh, we wonder if he's in the National Guard or something like that, where he's just preparing. He's got to keep his cardio up. He had everything on his backpack, his boots, and wow. he was just walking down the sidewalk. Um, and you think about, yeah, okay, maybe that's something that happens when there's these big you know hurricanes or storms coming that they know maybe they get, might get called up for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So if you're part of the cleanup crew and that, that can look so different, you know, whether you're part of the fire, fire department, police department, sheriff department, uh, maybe the actual companies that it's their jobs to go out and take care of catastrophes. Just thank you from Obi, Ashley, those of us here at K Nation. We want to play the national anthem out to you.
2: Oh. Two people, one date, zero
3: texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update.
2: Brought to you by attorney Dan Newlin.
3: In a wreck, need a check, Google Dan Newlin. Jesse, where are you calling us from? Hey, man, I'm, I'm just outside Waterford Lakes.
0: Okay, so good. Uh, well, let's get right into your story, man. Why are you calling us?
3: Well, a couple weeks ago, I went on a date with this girl, Rachel, and, I mean, I really like her, and I thought it went great. Took her out back to Outback Steakhouse. I was a total gentleman about the whole night. Like I, I went and picked her up. Wow. Um, dinner went great, and I I brought her home, and you know I didn't try anything, and then she she never called me back.
1: Well, let's rewind here really quick, Jesse, because in your email I thought it was kind of interesting how you were saying you met her on Facebook because she was friends with one of your buddies, and you're like, oh, she's hot. Like, can you hook me up with her?
3: Yeah, I was like, you know, hook it up, and 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 he did. So I got her, I got her number, and I called her, and we just. Like, nobody talks for three hours on the phone. And we were we would have these, like, long conversations where we were talking about everything. And then I don't understand how you can go from that to just silence.
4: Right.
0: All right. Well, all we're going to do here is try to get a hold of this girl, Rachel, for you. And we'll talk to her first, okay? okay?
3: Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
1: Her name is Rachel.
3: Okay.
2: Hello?
0: Uh yes, looking for Rachel, please. Yeah, this
2: is Hurricane ask is calling.
0: Yes, Rachel, this is Obi and Ashley. So both of us are on the radio. We do a morning show for the big station here in town, K ninety two three.
1: Good morning.
0: Uh, okay, hi. <laughs> That's Ashley. Okay, and what we're doing is we're calling you on behalf of a gentleman that you went on a date with, and we're trying to pair you two back up. We're gonna we're gonna pay for you guys to go on another date. Well,
2: wait, wait a minute, what?
1: Uh, His name's Jesse, and he emailed us. So Jesse listens to us in the morning, like, on his way to work, he said. So basically, yes, what Opie said is we're looking to get you guys back together, but we're also trying to find out if he did something that has you not getting back to him on purpose.
2: Well, uh, I mean, is this live, first of all? Well, we're only here
0: to help out. We want to pay for you guys to go on a second date. Is that going to be possible?
2: I mean, I don't know that I really want to talk about this on air, but I mean, n- no. Like, it, he's a nice well, guy and all, but I'm, I'm not... I'm, I don't know. It was just...
0: No, <sighs> Rachel, and, and and it's all good. If you don't want to go on another date with him, we're not going to press hard on that. Yeah. We just kind of want to help him out so he doesn't make the same mistake again. Was it the restaurant choice?
2: I mean, I like Outback, and, and it, was, it was a nice night, and I had talked to him for a while. You know, a couple of days, we talked for several hours, but he just killed it at Outback, and... You know that really good um, brown bread that they have. What? Um, they have like a dark brown, like a, like a like a bread that they bring to the table. Oh yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, pumpernickel. Yeah. Okay, that's what it's called. <laughs> sure, it like, sure. Whatever. So we were we were eating the bread. Was about to take a bite and he dropped it on the floor, and then he picked it up and was like, oh, five-second five second rule, no big deal." He, he, he blew off the bread and there was like a hair on it but he blew it off and and he still ate it and I was kind of shocked. Really? Okay,
0: okay, so he ate the bread that fell on the floor.
2: Yeah, and those floors are disgusting. Like, I mean, the, the filth is just beyond me.
0: So fair enough. But that was enough for you not to call him back ever again. To like just cold turkey quit him.
2: He dropped it buttered down, so God knows what was actually stuck to the butter. And I'm I'm thinking, like, (laughs) if you're gonna do that, yeah, it was gross. And I'm thinking, if you're gonna do that on a first date, like, what are you gonna do when we go out with my friends and you get drunk? Oh, I do.
0: I do feel like that's kind of small. So let's see if we can help things out by bringing Jesse into the conversation and let's get you two talking, Jesse. Hey,
3: Rachel.
2: Wait a minute, he's uh, he's on the line.
1: We're not like doing a gotcha moment. He really wanted to talk to you and just kind of figure this out.
3: Hey, Rachel, how are you? So five second oh rule. it. Hi, that's seriously the reason why you didn't call me back because I dropped the bread on the ground. Everything else was perfect.
2: yeah, it was just it was too much for me. It just I'm sorry, it was a
3: huge turn off, uh, you ever heard the expression "God made dirt and dirt don't hurt?
1: What? (laughs) Say that again? I've never heard
3: that. God made dirt and dirt don't hurt. That means everyone is way too fussy about like a little dirt here and there. But like, you know, we're animals. What yeah, we're but you don't do that on
2: a, a first date, especially. Like, what about manners? Like, what am, what am I supposed to do when I, when I take you out in a public place? It was, oh my God, just my brain was <laughs> going explode when I saw that.
3: You seriously have never just dropped something on the ground and picked it up real fast and eaten it?
2: Yeah, I have, right? Like a cookie? Yeah. I mean, like, maybe at my house where I know the floor is clean, but not in public. That that
3: just does not seem like a good enough reason to not see me.
2: I would like to get a couple months into a relationship and then him do it in public and me flip out and then just what a waste of time. All right, man. Sam Hunt,
0: OB Ashley, K92 3. All right, so here we are on your Monday morning. Um, Ashley, I want to get to some station business really quick. Just as you plot out your morning, you know, you've got stuff to do, right? You've got errands and crap that you got to take care of so just just make sure that you're listening because at eight o'clock camp k-92-3 has not ended all right so we've got tickets to give you to the great escape a lot of cool stuff there ashley good morning good morning um i wanted to thank you because you've been holding on the fort while my family had an opportunity to go out scalloping which you and, guys uh,
1: looked like you, you hit your limits and you went and you also cooked your scallops
0: what what an experience what a freaking florida experience (laughs) did you love it i I absolutely did excuse me and um actually i i I again want to thank you because scalloping was something that like for me uh just growing up the way that i grew up in a puerto rican household we, we never hit the boat often you know if anything maybe my family you know we would uh you know buy a crab trap take it out to the to the coast throw the crab trap in the water, leave it there overnight, and then end up with a bunch of blue crabs. I do remember that as a kid.
1: That's cool. That's fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, but because, you know, we had no access to a boat. So here we are where Ashley was telling me how you guys went scalloping. Oh, yeah. I said, man, i, I, I got to do that with the kids. Like, I've got to do that with the kids. But because uh, as a boat owner, I don't know how to navigate the homo sasa uh, where you will be able to find scallops. Uh, nor, nor that. I, I just don't know the hobby. So... You know, for me to take my own boat out, I was very skeptical of that, so I'm very glad that you inspired us. We got ourselves a guide who took us to the hotspot in Homosassa, and if you've never done this as a Floridian, take this story right now and just kind of think about it, okay, it may cost you just a little bit to hire a guide. If you're comfortable doing it on your own, that's cool. But, man, what an experience to get these little delicacies that flutter in the water. <laughs> I, I didn't realize how active scallops were in the water and how how cool they are,
1: right? how animated they are. Well, I love that you brought up the guide because, yeah, sure. Like, my my family had been doing it for 20-plus years. And even still, you want to try and find a spot because you see all the boats in the Gulf of Mexico. And you see them all out there, and you're like, oh, that must be where they are. But then you, you'll sometimes get to those spots, and you're like, why can't we find anything? So the fact you had a guide— To show you and two it takes like a lot of people to drop their pride to be like oh no I'm gonna we're gonna find them we're gonna do this ourselves but you also supported local because think about all those people that you know over the last year and a half or so were out of jobs so I'm sure they were happy to take you out
0: yeah and to be honest the money was well spent because for me whenever I'm a boat captain you know with my own boat there are other responsibilities right of course you can enjoy yourself but there's this overall like you're the captain so Mm -hmm. you have to watch each head that's in the water that's floating you know you you watch the actual ship make sure that your gas is good and all that other stuff and and we didn't have to worry about that so like me as a dad all i had to worry about was snorkeling with the kids and man what what a fantastic experience well so what,
1: what did the kids think were they were they like afraid to pick them up at first were they all in
0: yeah, so I think in the beginning, I think in the beginning, I, I was kind of freaking out because I had never, you know, okay, so on the drive over there, we YouTubed uh, a bunch of videos.
1: Perfect. You know,
0: so th- so th- so this way we could visually see what they looked like when they were fluttering in the water and, and what we were about to embark on. Smart. Um, so so when we actually got in the water, all, all I remember doing to my kids and, uh, you know, picture me with a snorkel on, I'm like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> over here
0: <laughs> pointing down and uh just just a great experience all of us had these little nets where we could scoop them up and um yeah it, it was worth every penny and then of course it all ends with what do you do with these things and uh uh you know uh, i'm glad that you brought up local because uh dang ashley what are they, what are they called these nuts
1: <laughs> yes the d's nuts guys who sit on the side of the river
0: <laughs> That's their actual company name, These Nuts. They sit on the side of the river and all day, every day, what they do is they wait for the boaters to come in and they will clean those scallops for you because after you get them, that's one thing. And you're so excited to have these scallops, but you, I yeah. mean, we, we didn't know what to do with them. Well, even and when you're these, on a time
1: crunch too, you're like, man, we don't want to have to spend half the time cleaning them, even though sure, that might be part of the experience. Save that for another time when you can do it.
0: Yeah, these, Yeah, these two guys, whoever they were, it cost us nothing. It was like 10 bucks and they cleaned all those um for us and, and okay so here's another thing too right is you gather all, uh, together all these scallops and then you have you have them cleaned and then you get the bag of the scallops back and you're like wait that's 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 all we got that's it but it was more than enough. We did lemon pasta mm, with garlic. Yum. Um, and then we threw the scallops in there, and it was just – I mean, what a treasure. So what a good. treasure that these things came from the freaking ocean bottom that we were able to, to grab up. That you and guys I guess caught said,
1: too, and your kids got that experience.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and and they were gobbling it up. You know, if it was something that, that we bought at Publix, you know, no offense against Publix scallops. Right. But I don't think my kids would have – Dug in the way that they did. It was almost like they were like, "I wonder if this was
1: the one that I got." Oh, they had a whole new interest after that.
0: Super, super cool. So I do want to put that out there for us Floridians. I think uh, I say this as a storyteller, saying, "You know what, Obi? I'm I'm so glad I did that because now it makes me open to other things. You know, I I've never." done lobster
1: i have not done lobstering either i really want to do that mini lobster season was just like a couple weeks ago and i saw a bunch of our friends who who do that and my husband matt's done it but that's on my list too we'll have to make it happen
0: yeah well and love out to all you all of you guides out there and and let me say something too because i know that for the most part guides are normally guys you know it's normally males Mm -hmm. and and, and there's a there's a woman at home that has to say like yes honey go ahead go do what you got to do Thank you so much. Thank you. Because those guides, man, it, it, they do make a huge difference. We would have been floating around left and right <laughs> if it was up to me. We would have been floating around all over the place looking for these things. Right. And he put us right on the hot spot. So you guides out there, thank you so much for what you do. Toby and Ashley, k two three. So today, you know, we have Volusia County going back to school. And even though the rest of the counties had their week last week, to you parents out there, can we just give you some love?
1: For real. All right. You
0: kids with your brand new fresh outfits. I hope that you guys conquer the day, make some new friends. It's always a great adventure, right?
1: I do love that. I was just asking our neighborhood kid down the street. She was at our house last night. Her dad's good friends with Matt. And I was like, oh, how was your first week of school? Did you meet a lot of friends or is it a lot of the same people you know? You know, I'm just curious because we don't have kids. So every time I get a chance to talk to these kids to bring something to the show, I'm like, all right, I got to know what's going on here. Tell me everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, and on a much mature note, and the reason why I say that is because we're moving to college. So I've got a couple of friends. Um, Here, let me give some love. Okay, so Denise Pellegrino, Dave Holland. My direct neighbors right here in front of me, Keith and Mary Langley, I got this experience. All three of these families say goodbye to their kids Aww. in in a different way, though. I mean, packing up vehicles Ugh. with all of their stuff for college and uh, man, just uh, just a unique experience being able to see these parents. Uh, you know this has got to be a big move right you're technically pushing them out of the nest if yeah your home is the nest
1: i just got goosebumps. now going out into the world I-, I got goosebumps when you said that because i remember you know me going up and it, it was a big thing it was like your parents were there and then moving you into the dorms you know some people might go into apartments or whatever it may be but i remember going to my dorm and just being so excited i was so ready for my parents to leave that they were probably <laughs> they were probably heartbroken because you know I was the baby I was the only girl the youngest and I was just so ex- excited my best friend was going to college with me and I can imagine those parents out there I mean especially um, if it turns into empty nest it's a big transition
0: a huge deal you know what I so I never went to college but when I left Tampa Bay after I had graduated from high school there downtown Tampa Bay. I graduated from high school. Uh, I was 18, and I, and I told my parents that I was leaving to Orlando, you know, to pursue my career and to become, you know, this person who I wanted to be. And they didn't, they didn't travel with me to Orlando. So I, I didn't have that experience of, like, parents taking me, you know, to an apartment and helping me get all set up. Right. Uh, but I do remember that moment that as we packed my vehicle, they did help me do that. As it's- we packed my vehicle, uh, I, I do remember this moment where my dad, like, over me my mom my brother and we just all cried for like 10 minutes oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like,
1: like hey, he's leaving and then it, and then the, to visit home and come back and then for parents to see what the college experience is going to be like i mean it's all it's a lot to take in so we're definitely thinking of your parents out there who made college moves <laughs>
0: The Obie and Ashley podcast is brought to you by All American Solar, where you can harness the power of the sun to power your home or business and free yourself from ever-rising power bills.
1: While helping the environment, you can schedule your free estimate today by calling 386-GO-SOLAR or visiting allamericansolar.com. Day 92-3. Doing the right thing. Doing the right
2: thing. Obie and Ashley in the morning.
1: All right, we do this every morning where we get to give you a feel-good story, something positive going on out there, Obie.
0: Yeah, so let's take it to this guy. His name is Joel Krause. If you don't know who Joel Kraus is, he is a country artist, right? In Nashville, uh, does gigs. Probably not, you know, the big superstars that we're used to, but Joel Kraus, nevertheless, still in Nashville, has this crazy story of being burglarized, and it starts where um, you know he had a gig the night before, came home. Uh, slept through the burglary only to wake up the next morning to find a bunch of his stuff missing. I mean, keys. Uh, he had a bike that was missing. Just a bunch of personal effects. Sunglasses. Stuff like that that you typically, you and I, would look around the house and be like, come on. I-, I-, I typically put this stuff right here. Right. And uh, this is where Joel Krause went and took a look at his cameras. just, Just because he was curious. And this is where he found a dude. Kirby Naylor, uh, of course now we know the guy's name, but imagine checking out footage and seeing a dude come into your home Mm-mm. while you were asleep. You, you were there the entire time. And while you were asleep, this guy came into the home, was prepared for this because he had a duffel bag and on top of a bunch of the effects that he took, he also took a guitar. And uh, what's interesting is that Joel then decided to take this, instead of taking it straight to the cops, because of the incident and because of the way that this guy looked, he said, you know what? Let, let me just put it out on, on social media and let's find out if anybody in the Nashville community knows who this guy is before we go turning him in directly to the cops. Well, that's where the community stepped up. Y'all, you know what? Here's what's interesting, Ash, is that I think today in today's time, we have an opportunity to do some of our own detective work by doing things like that you know now the, and now more than ever the internet is more than willing to help well and that's where the-
1: you make up a you bring up a good point and you're friends with a lot of cops who would probably advise like, don't do your own detective work. Like, let them handle it. <laughs> but sure. but the whole point was because he said he that this guy needed some help and he had some mental mental illness ish- issues and they wanted to help take care of that. So I think that shows the bigger person Joel was trying to be. Like, hey, mental illness is no joke. This guy needed some help. I mean, the fact that he even took a pair of his shoes, I think, showed this guy needed more than just some of his, some of his expensive goods.
0: Yeah. So, well, the Internet went ahead and brought this guy's name forth kirby Naylor, and that's where joel and kirby had a chance to meet up talk got uh some of his stuff back and uh still yeah joel is trying his hardest to help this gentleman out now what's interesting is that they still eventually had to get officers involved because even joel kraus was saying well you know this guy what are my responsibilities this guy what if he does it to another person so um, there's still going to be uh, you know something that'll come out of this, but it's the way in which Joel, like you said, Ash, it's the way in which he was able to kind of, I don't know, uh, decipher. Okay, this is not just some dude who's just trying to do bad. This is some dude who is uh, on the outs. Mm-hmm. And for Joel Krause, who is a performer in Nashville, he understands very much so how the last year has just been crazy for uh, for people out there in, in the city. So. Anyways, I think this story from Joel Kraus, and I think what you said, Ash, I think it is important that, you know, uh, not that we become our own detectives, but we use our own tools that we can. And I think that that helped in this case. So Joel Krause taking what a burglary, what a bad burglary scenario could have been, uh, even worse, taking the mental health into consideration, that's doing the right thing.
2: Obi and Ashley's doing the right thing. Brought to you by Bell Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Do the right thing on k92.3 Toby
0: ashley k92.3 hey so remember that camp k92.3 still in full effect all right so we're hooking you up every 8 a.m 1 and 4 p.m all right that's going to happen here just around the corner with the great escape so let's talk about hygiene habits, Ashley. I hope you're okay with talking about this topic.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of been a hot one. I think it all got stirred up when, who was it? Mila Kunis and her husband. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher talked about it. Then Kristen Bell and her husband. Now you're saying somebody else is talking about their personal hygiene?
0: Yes. So you've got Matthew McConaughey. See, what's good about this is that we can talk about all these A-list celebrities, and then we could talk about ourselves, right? Uh, but Matthew McConaughey never wears deodorant. Um, <laughs> what?! He's been. You know what? You know what's funny though is that if you look at Matthew McConaughey,
1: does that really surprise us? Honestly, no. I do feel like he is like one of these rugged, all-natural guys. Like he probably is just like perfect the way he is.
0: Yeah. Well, and I will say that his uh, family close to him, people who have dated him in the past, uh, people who have worked with him on sets, and not just uh, uh, sets of, of easy breezy movies. I'm talking about sweaty movies. Um, a lot of people say that Matthew has a, just a, a natural smell. He smells like granola and sweetness <laughs> what? was what, one of his, one of his last co-stars said is that he smells like granola.
1: Okay. I feel also like not. I guess not everybody gets BO, right? I mean, not everybody has a nasty stink. I mean, there's some that we know that definitely do, but not everybody does, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Let, let's admit this because there's probably somebody who's listening who is definitely a professional when it comes to, to knowing this stuff, but it, it's got to do a combination of like what you eat, um, what your body goes through throughout the day. Right. And everybody's different. Everybody's chemical balance is, is different. True. I, I, I feel I feel like if I went a week without deodorant, I feel like the first three days, I'd be amazing. Oh. But but yeah, by day 6, I mean, I even I would smell myself.
1: See, no, and I you know, I'm not even embarrassed to admit this. I mean, I, it does kind of stink as a chick though. I, I I especially if I go to the gym or if I'm outside, no way. I can smell myself. Like there has to be deodorant and a shower immediately.
0: Okay, so so what do we say though to those people who have legit concerns and and they and they're real, they're real. Uh the fact that some of these deodorants of course have you know ingredients that our bodies shouldn't be having on them all day every day
1: yeah i mean there's definitely those all natural things at the stores the health food stores too that say like oh they don't have whatever they're made out of charcoal
0: yeah so okay well and let's talk about the the fact that you know some people you may even just be able to just know that you're the type of person that if you don't wear it you smell like (laughs) corned beef You may, but, but how about certain grandpas out there that you've hugged that, you know, they're not putting deodorant on, but they always smell like that one cologne.
1: Oh, Old Um, Spice or the Old Spice that used to tip over and it had just a little tiny opening and dab it on your neck. My dad still has some that, I think that's just like really, really old that should probably be trashed.
0: Well, I, I want to open it up. I want to open it up. If there's somebody who doesn't use deodorant and you're cool with it, and this is a no judgment zone. Yeah, I'm actually Actually, jealous
1: if you don't have to wear it.
0: Yeah, well, we just talked about it, how everybody's body is different. So maybe you have a body chemistry where you always smell like cookies. <laughs> and uh, and if so, we just want to know, deodorant or no deodorant? It's Obi and Ashley.
3: K-92-3.
2: From backstage
1: to the
0: front page, it's
2: Ashley's All Access.
1: So Obi, I feel like you can relate to this as a parent of four kids, but Kane's brown daughter threw up all over her car seat, and it was inside his new Tesla. So at first, he was freaking out that she threw up all over his Tesla, and apparently it was a day that uh, his wife had her out. So Kane wasn't even there, and luckily, all the throw-ups stayed in the car seat, and they just tossed the car seat away.
0: Oh, oh. Hey, so first, I think what's funny is that Kane Brown owns a Tesla. Right? (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's get to the throw-up in that car seat. Just because we've got the brand new... Uh, I say brand new baby. He's eight months old. But nevertheless, we've got a brand new car seat. And it's too complicated that if Oliver were to throw up in it, I wouldn't even know how to clean down in some of those crevices. Yeah. So to, to answer your question about Kane Brown throwing that away, what some people may say is wasteful. There are others that would say, no, no. After <laughs> something like that, if I were to even smell that lingering a week later... It would be over. And
1: you know you will, in the, especially in the Florida heat at least, if it would happen in Florida. it's like <laughs> Okay, moving on. Sorry if we uh, activated anyone's <laughs> gag reflexes this morning. Um, but moving on to Tim McGraw. This was really cool. His daughter, Audrey, is 19 years old, and she's actually a, a model. She's modeled for Tory Burch, Big Campaigns. She's got that figure that's just long, tall, slender, long brown hair. And what does that have to do with his next music video. Well, the director of the music video basically automatically cast Audrey in it, hoping Tim would be okay with it. And here's what Tim had to say about that reaction.
3: First of all, I asked the boss, my wife, you know, and then I asked Audrey after, after Faith approved. So that was one of the, the coolest things I've done is work with her. My girls uh, are the light of my life. They're the sweetest things in the world. And, and I was just so proud of her.
1: So it is pretty cool. All three of his daughters are somewhat you know, involved in the arts. Yeah. And what I love about this is
0: that even mom and dad, they continue, you know, I mean, not only are Tim and Faith still doing music, but we just had that news about three weeks ago that they're going to be part of the prequel to Yellowstone. Yeah. So, so what, what a fantastic family, right?
1: Yeah. And so you can see that music video. It's for his new song called 7,500 or best offer at K923Orlando.com and Just want to remind you, the Camp K92.3 trip to Nashville is not over. You've got all this week to still get qualified, 8 a.m., 1 p.m., and 4 p.m. And just for qualifying this week, we're going to hook you up with tickets to the great escape room. Ashley's All Access is brought to you by Safe Touch Security. (laughs)
3: K-92-3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update.
2: Brought to you by attorney Dan Newland.
3: In a wreck, need
2: a check, Google Dan Newland. Seth, where, where you live? Hey,
0: guys, I'm in Geneva. Oh, hey, nice. Seth. Okay, good to be talking to you. So what happened during your date that you're calling us?
4: Well, you know, it was a really good date. We went out, uh, really hit it off, you know. uh I had, like, a really good dinner and dinner. And I felt like when we were really connected, we even got into talking about stuff that's really important to us. And, you know, uh, and then at the end of it, I don't hear anything back. So I just don't understand why why she's not getting back to me. And how did you meet her? Oh, she's my friend's cousin.
1: So did you guys know each other before or did you just meet her?
4: We had met once or twice just in passing. But, uh, you know, I never asked her out until now. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. all we're going to
0: do here is try to give her a call and see if we can't get you two talking, okay? All right. Hello? Yes, Courtney, please. Uh, this is she. Good morning. It's Toby and Ashley.
1: Hey, Courtney.
0: We work for K92.3. <laughs> we do the morning show.
1: I know you. Hello. <laughs> we heard that you might know who we are. You like country music. And we heard from a guy named Seth that you may have went out with recently. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay.
5: I'm actually at work, so, and I do love country. I love you guys. But I, I really can't talk right well, now. Well, Courtney, I, if I you totally can't, just, we're just going to
0: take a, a minute. Just We're just going to take a minute <laughs> of your time. So, Seth is a little discouraged. He said that he took you out for a date, and now you're not calling
5: him back. Uh Is it... Uh, are people hearing this? Because I'm I'm good. Like I can. I don't really want to go into it.
0: <laughs> can I just throw this in your ear, though, Courtney? There could be somebody out there who needs to hear what happened, so this way it doesn't happen to them. You know.
5: Well, we know Seth oh definitely God. wants to know. All right, give me just one second. I just need to close my office door for a second. Okay. okay
0: you're not going to hang up on us, are you? Uh,
5: <laughs> you know what? I'm in a good mood today, so no, I'm not. What's going on?
0: So tell us what's up with Seth.
5: <sighs> um. All right. Well, it was his truck. I don't know. It was like the whole night was less about me and more about his, like, huge truck. Oh, wow. Honestly, this was the worst date I've ever been on. Okay, why? It was awful. Um, I asked him to take my car. He insisted we take the truck. Then he wouldn't even help me up or out of the truck. So, like, I'm wearing this short shirt because it's a date. I'm trying to, like, look cute, right? Um And... I can't even get up. Like, and he doesn't even help me. He's just like checking his phone. And then when we got there, I tried to get out. And I'm telling you, this is how big the truck was. Like, I couldn't even get out with my short skirt, like, gracefully, and, you know, you expect the guy to come over and give you a hand, and I I literally busted and fell on the concrete, and him and all of his friends were just sitting there laughing at me. Oh, wow. That's
1: horrible.
0: Okay, you know what? Let's do this, Courtney. Let's do this, because we promised we weren't going to take up too much of your time, but we've got Seth on the line, and he just heard everything you said. Seth, is all that
5: true?
4: Oh, my God. Well, some of it's true, but, you know, I'm I'm sorry if you thought we were... Like laughing at, we weren't laughing at you. I mean, it was funny when you fell out of the truck, but only because you didn't get hurt or anything, you know?
5: You didn't even help me. Like, I was sitting there waiting for you to come help me, and then I fell, and then you did. You laughed at me. What else would you be laughing at?
4: Wow. Uh, look, I'm.
5: And it was all about your big stupid truck like i don't understand why you have to a stupid a big stupid truck it's ugly and it's my
4: truck is not ugly and my truck is not stupid oh. my truck's got fifty thousand dollars with of add-ons on it all right wow my, exactly things got more chrome than you've ever seen in your life okay
1: <laughs> but still the thing is here she fell in the truck and you <laughs> didn't help her she felt like this was not a good date
4: well it's not my yeah, fault you I... clumsy oh, so, oh. my gosh like,
5: are you freaking kidding me
4: well, maybe you shouldn't have worn those no, shoes the whole time. You know, if you would have worn like a pair of cowboy boots like a real woman does. Okay, oh. wow. Okay, oh, wow. guys, I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry, Ooh, hold on. waiting for you, Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. guys.
0: Let's simmer. Okay, hold on. Let's simmer. Ashley and I, we just want to pay for you guys to go on a second date. Let's do this over again. Okay, forget I don't about know, that.
1: Though. That's kind of disrespectful if you're the way you're sounding, Seth.
4: What is she going to do, pick me up in her Pinto? <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. Oh, my God.
5: You know what? I don't really want to go out again with someone who's going to
4: insult
0: me. Yeah, you know I what? Can see why. We, to- Totally understandable. Courtney, thank you so much for your time. We're going to let you get back to work. And, and Seth, uh, we're sorry we couldn't work things out with you. No problem. You can hang up on her.
4: Okay.
3: Wow. Home of Obie and Ashley's 815 Second Date Update.
0: That wraps up another episode of Obi and Ashley in the morning. And we really want to thank you again for making us Orlando's number one most podcasted morning show. I mean, that means so much to us. And we would be ridiculously silly to not give you the credit for putting us in that spot. Again, you want to find my partner in crime here, Ashley?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Ashley Stegbauer.
0: And feel free to find me anywhere you can search Obi Diaz. And don't forget, we also have an unfiltered version of the podcast too. All right. Well, you be blessed and we'll catch you on the next one.